Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time to Sit for a Spell. Hello! Hello! Hi! Hi there! Welcome back uh, to Sit for a Spell podcast. I'm James. I'm Jess. And it is officially the holiday season. It's the holiday season. Which I mean, it's fun. I mean, I'm just sitting (laughs) in my house and stare at my Christmas tree all day. Yeah, this year's (laughs) different. Also, before we get started, we might sound congested. Um, I currently have a sinus infection that I'm... I'm getting over mm-hmm. and i'm just pregnant and comes with its whole onslaught of yeah. sinus issues apparently which no one tells you about and i don't that's a whole other <laughs> but we don't we're we don't yeah. have covid we got i got tested two days ago and i'm good but i haven't left my house to yeah, get it from anyone, so. so if we sound different that's what this is if we are struggling to breathe <laughs> that's what we're dealing <laughs> with here <laughs> you know sniffly. I'll try to edit out as many circles as I can. Yeah, it's hard. But it's hard. thank the gods for telehealth visits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was able to like, I requested an appointment like first thing in the morning. Yeah. Had an appointment by 930, had my meds by 11. Nice. I was like, wow, modern medicine. If modern I had to like medicine. call in to the doctor, they'd be like, okay, coming in three weeks. I know. I know. It's like I'm sick now. (laughs) That's like a good thing about what I like about being pregnant is like they know I'm pregnant, right? And so if I call and I say something, they're like, can you come in today? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, I can't come in today. I can come in tomorrow. (laughs) Can you chill? (laughs) But uh, That's good that they do that though. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm very grateful for it. I haven't had to use it, but I just... It was, I had called for something and yeah, but, but yeah, happy <laughs> Yule, Yule Tide. Yeah. It's getting there. 2020 is almost over. 2020 is almost over. I, which I don't know if it's going to get any better, but. Not for a little while, I don't think. Here in the U.S., things are going downhill fast. <laughs> yeah, we are on our own. So, which we anticipated, we knew it was going to happen. Yet, people still did not heed advice. I mean, have we no. made this COVID rant before? I'm sure we have. But yeah, I don't think we need a COVID rant. What else is there to talk about? But oh, I did want to tell you something freaky that happened to me. Yes, tell me, so, please. So this was Friday night. I was asleep. It was like maybe 2.30 in the morning. I was just like waking up to like turn over, you know, just like readjust my position. And then I heard a voice, like a little child's voice. No. And it said something like, oh, no, that's not all of them or something like that. Or that's not all of it. Or that's something like that. And I thought it was my son. So I turned around to see, like, what are you doing up at 2 o'clock in the morning? 
And then I remembered my son is with his dad this weekend. Yeah. I was completely alone. And then I was like, okay. So I turned around and I lay there and then I heard like some between a giggle and like a sigh. It was like, <laughs> like, oh, hear that. And then I heard, Look, and then I heard, because I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I heard a door close, but my door was already closed, and my bathroom door from my room was open when I turned around again. So I don't know where that door sound came from, but <sighs> and my cat didn't react, so I don't know what it was. It was really weird. I don't like it. <sighs> And I haven't heard anything since. I mean, it's only been like a day and a half, but yeah, I was like, well, "What do you mean that's not all of them? What are you, <laughs> what are you counting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else? What's missing? Like, come, come back! Come yeah, back. <laughs> what am I missing? So I don't know. It sounded like a like a child, and I couldn't tell if it was like a like a male or female voice, but it just sounded young. Maybe it was one of those looped memories. Maybe. Maybe you're just in his. Was it a boy? Was it that same boy voice? Um, no, that boy voice was younger. Mm, okay. So, I don't know. Yeah, it sounded a little bit older, but still like I don't know, ambiguous. Yeah. That other that other little kid voice was like mommy, like a little baby, like a little kid. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you in that house, man? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but uh, Mary Yule, <laughs> <laughs> just something different. And I was like, oh, I gotta tell Jess about this. <laughs> Thanks. Thank You're you. welcome. <laughs> no, I maybe it's that. your baby. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Coming to visit me. Maybe. I scared Michael like two nights ago too because I, we have a humidifier mm-hmm. and when you put it at the different levels, it has like little blue lights, right? And the little blue lights are actually quite bright and I hate it because I need to sleep in the dark. Um, And I have a ring holder because we'd recently switched sides of the bed because mm-hmm. pregnancy. And, um, my ring holder was in front of the blue lights and then from across the room projected on like the closet door it looked like a something and i i I wake up at like three o'clock in the morning every night to go to the bathroom um again pregnancy and uh scared the shit out of me right and i had to turn my flashlight on and i was like what is it and like obviously when i turn my flashlight on it was gone and I like turned to look and I saw it was the ring holder. <laughs> and then the next night um, we had all the lights off and it was just that. And I told Michael, I was like, babe, look at the closet. And I, I knew what it was. <laughs> kind of scary. <laughs> he got so upset. <laughs> he was like, and I was like, no, it's the ring holder. Move it, move it. And he like moved it. And he was like, why would you show me that? <laughs> You're like, why not? <laughs> why not? I like, had to see it. If I'm going to be scared, you're going to be scared. <laughs> oh, it that's really, funny. It yeah. was great. It well, was very enjoyable. And my um, TV was off. So oh. I don't know what else it could have been. I don't know. Just Who knows? my latest adventure with 
the other side. Yeah. But yeah. that made me have to sneeze and now I'm all sneezy. That made you have to sneeze? When I get overwhelmed <laughs> with emotion, it makes me have to sneeze. You sneeze? Yeah. It's adorable. <laughs> it's because like you know when it you get up. like your face swells up, you know? Like blushing almost. Like your eyes or like when you get too happy or even sad or scared and then I don't know if it's just me, but then it makes me have to sneeze. That would be horrible. What if you were getting chased by like a killer? You were hiding and then he walked into the room and you just sneezed. <laughs> it would, it would, that would be my life, to be yeah. honest. So, <laughs> yeah. Be like, there she is. <laughs> Found you. <I> <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> but, anywho, <sighs> Christmas. It's Christmas. Well, it's not quite Christmas, but it's basically Christmas because it's December. There. We put um, our lights up, all of our yeah. decorations. Mm-hmm. My whole house is done. My house, my room is decorated. See the Santa? I like it. I always Dollar think Tree. my view of James is behind her is her bathroom door. And like I always think someone or some it's like it's going to open because I know it's your bathroom, you know? And then one time, <laughs> one time Stevie, her cat, um, <laughs> like I didn't see her because like your shoulders were blocking it and the door opened. <laughs> <laughs> like she pushed it yeah. and I was like and then I saw her tail <laughs> and I was like oh my god People don't freak out <laughs> oh. yeah her litter box is in there so she goes in all the time in and out all the time yeah. but then but. I saw the after she like moved out of mm-hmm. like away from you started to go in there it's like oh my god goddamn cat man <laughs> that bathroom is haunted so I know it is that's why I always stare at the door Cause I'm like, don't yeah, open. <laughs> well, at night, if I turn, cause I have to leave it propped open, cause again, her litter box is in there, and right on the side of that door is like all of my coats hanging up or my sweaters. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, like a sweater will get stuck in there, or like, um, like the arm of a sweater, or whatever. Yeah, I've seen that. I hate it. So sometimes I turn around, <laughs> like at night, I'll like turn around and open my eyes, and I swear it's like a hand. Yeah. And, like, ah! and then I'm like, oh, it's my sweater. It's my yeah. <laughs> freak yeah, myself out. <laughs> I freak myself out looking at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Luckily, yours is just like a wall and a bookcase. My ABC chart and my multiplication chart on my wall, my posters for my. We should studio. do like a, like a, like a live or like a, Take a, a video picture. one. You know, you're going to see how puff. I took a picture and I'm going to put it on Instagram, but you're going to see how very swollen my face is from my sinus infection it looks like i have a filter on your skin looks great Mm, thank you let's talk about yule shall we let's do it okay so we had a yule episode once we do so i'll link it in the show notes and the episode that we released this time last year um was kind of a all-encompassing Yule episode. So it talked about the history of Yule. It talked about um, the Yule log tradition. It talked about intermingling um, Christmas. So like the Christian mm-hmm. practice with pagan practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's probably a rant or two about the Bible in there. <laughs> um, talk about mistletoe, Santa Claus, uh, Krampus. Like, very briefly, Krampus. So if you want to know about Krampus, listen to last week's episode. Um, 
<clears throat> some oh. crystals and things like that. Before we go on, yes, Krampus. I did have a little correction. Correction corner. So, corrections. That's my, That's my favorite murder, not else. <laughs> <laughs> We're practically them, though. I mean, come on. I know. Come on. <laughs> Pick us up on your on your platform. Yeah, we want to be a part of it. I want to be on exactly right. Just anybody. Okay. From um, at the Vixen Witch on Instagram, she reached out to us and she just wanted to let us know um, that women are allowed to be in the Krampus runs and that the masks are not made of latex. They're made of wood. That's so cool. Which makes it even more like impressive because (laughs) they make them out of wood. And she sent us some pictures of her and her partner. In some Krampus runs, and we'll put that on Instagram, too, because they are super cool. Yeah, she's our new best friend. Yeah, we're going to go visit. We're going to go to Austria and visit you in, like, 2024. Yeah. So (laughs) save your rollout bed for us. Expect Expect two grown women, a teenager, and a toddler. And a baby. (laughs) Well, I'll be there. Oh, <laughs> Krampus baby. Oh, Are there Krampus babies? <laughs> or I would just be a Krampus and then he would be the kid that I stole. Yeah, you could just put, wear him like on a little like a little pouch. baby born. So cute. Yeah. I love, love it. it. He'll love it. <laughs> He'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you all, I'm gonna give a brief rundown of it that you can find more detail in the other podcast episode. And then I'm going to do this one a little bit different. Uh, I'm going to give some ways that you can celebrate at home, uh, including Mm -hmm. some rituals you can do, some activities you can do, Mm. um, and some things you can bake and or cook Mm. or buy if you don't know. Yeah. You can look for. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, sources, I have a Huffington Post religion article, a couple articles um, from Padding Wingington on learned religions, um, some other learned religions stuff. I love that freaking website. Yeah. Um, CircleSanctuary.org and um, Sunset.com. Um, awesome places. So, let's talk about Yule. Now, Yule is what we now consider Christmas. Um, now we kind of, if you are a an American citizen at least, and I know a lot of other countries, um, heavily Germany, uh, a lot of other places in Europe really heavily practice Christmas, right? Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So this is an intermingling of Christian practice mixed with pagan ritual, right? And um, we won't get into that because I got into it in the last one. Uh, But (laughs) basically, Yule is officially the first day of winter. And some people mix Yule with the celebration of the winter solstice. And so I do have some of both in here. I have specific winter solstice things and specific Yule things. Because some people will practice Yule or at least celebrate Yule through the holiday season just because Mm -hmm. it is very close to Christmas. Yule is not Christmas. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so 
uh, winter solstice officially the first day of winter, December 21st. Uh, that's coming up real fast. Today's December 6th, so get your get your stuff together if you're going to practice it. Um, it is the longest night of the year. It's celebrated all around the world as the return of the sun. The return of the sun is one of the big, big things. Mm-hmm. Um, if you live in other parts in the world or in other parts of America, you're very cold right now. You're very snowy right now. If you're in California, it's nice. 76 degrees outside today. Thanks <laughs> so, the sun never went away, no. but <laughs> we don't know what winter's is, like. <laughs> we don't know true winter, yeah. um, which I won't complain about, but no. still. Yeah. Return of the sun. And that's kind of like the big theme here. So in Scandinavia, Norse Viking times, um, it was a time of feasting, celebrating. Uh, they would have feasts lasting 12 days, celebrating the sun and burning the Yule log, which is super fun. Um, in China, they celebrate Dongzi, which is a sun celebration. Um, one of the ones that you're probably very, very familiar with, and the, some of the traditions are still are kind of mixed into Christmas and um, Yule is Saturnalia from Rome. Mm-hmm. Um, that is really what kind of where we get a lot of the lights mm-hmm. kind of part, right. um, where we get our tradition of putting lights on everything, twinkle lights, yeah, yeah. candles, whatnot. Um, and in Egypt, it was a celebration of the return of Ra, Ra being the god of the sun. So, mm-hmm. And then um, Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, celebrations of light. So Hanukkah obviously lasts for um, eight nights. That was the burning of the candle mm-hmm. um, during their tradition. So a lot of cultures practice these same traditions during the same time of year mm-hmm. even though they were all separated um geographically right which i, I love that yeah i mean it's it like makes the, sense like the dragons but <laughs> it's, it's exactly like dragons <laughs> <laughs> we won't get into dragons yeah. if you listen well you know. it makes um, <laughs> sense because it's like you said it's the darkest time of year yeah so you're trying to do things to pick up your spirits to, you know, that the sun is coming, you know, like if I feel like it makes a lot of sense to celebrate a lot during these times. Yeah, absolutely. And because you need something because I mean, now we call it seasonal depression, but Mm -hmm. before they didn't have the word depression um, and they didn't know what these things were. And so you needed, like you said, things to really boost your spirits during these really long winter months. I can't even imagine. I get seasonal depression here in California, where, like you said, it's 70-something oh. degrees during the Can day. Can you imagine living in, like, Minnesota? Yeah, or, like, I was watching this girl on TikTok, um, and she lives in, is it Alaska or maybe Antarctica? I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> Those are two totally different places. Alaska? People don't <laughs> live in Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> but she said it's, like, 24 hours a day. It's dark. She went yeah. outside her house at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and it was pitch black. This reminds me not about seasonal depression, but Sorry. vampires could have been. <laughs> yes. <laughs> vampires could have been a metaphor for seasonal depression during 40 Days of Night, which is a horrible movie. We watched it recently. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I like the that. Vampires movie. look like sharks. They are weird. They're strange. And then but... the end doesn't make any sense to me. Like the end is not a logical ending, and I there's a huge plot hole. 
I won't say it even though it's so old, but it's like 25 years old. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I don't In remember the end. No sense. But um I just remember Josh Hartnett. And that blonde. Yeah, he's he's great in it. He's fantastic. Look at him. That's when he was like, remember when he was like in all the movies? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Pearl Harbor. Mm. Yeah. That's a horrible movie. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I mean, 30 Days of Night is horrible too, but in a good way. I enjoy bad horror movies. We should do a whole yeah. new podcast about bad, like, we watch a lot of horror movies, you and I. We do. We do. Mm-hmm. We should do, like, a whole other one. We just talk about, like, horrible movies we love. <laughs> There's, like, a hundred podcasts about that. But We could yeah. just do an episode here next True. next October. Remind me. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so, going back to tradition, uh, there is so one of the big parts of pagan practice is that there's a Celtic legend, and this comes somewhere around 700 BC to 12 BC, so like a really long time ago. And um, essentially, this time is a battle between the Oak King and the Holly King, and the Oak King representing light and the sun, and the Holly King representing the dark. Some people call in tradition call him the Sun King instead of the Oak King. Mm, okay. If you if you see different things, it's kind of the same. Um, but he represents light, and the Holly King represents dark. And so, in that battle, the Oak King win wins, and the light is going to come back. That's cool. Yeah. In uh, Wicca practice, um, if you follow the wheel of the year, um, the god and the goddess are evolving through mm-hmm. the different um, sabbats and e sabbats, and during this time. Um, they're kind of coming to fruition, and some people kind of believe that Yule is the traditional kind of like start of the year, not necessarily New Year's, because okay. um, New Year's is a made-up construct, and you know, right? Yeah, cal- calendars. Um, <laughs> so very interesting. Um, <laughs> let me talk to you about winter solstice for just like a second. Um, sciency. Uh, for winter solstice, the Earth tilts away from the sun at the northern hemisphere, um, and that's mm. why in some parts of the world, everything changes. When the dark half of the year um, kind of gives away to light, the nights get shorter, the days get longer. Science with science, which is also why, like the southern hemisphere, they're in summer right, right now. Yeah, I think Very it's summer in Australia. Is it summer? Yeah. In Australia? Is yeah. it always summer in Australia? I think they're like us. Yeah. <laughs> it's always summer. But um, yeah. So um, again, it's a celebration of light, sun's rebirth, oak king, sun king, lots of fire, lots of candles, lots of light, lots of home and hearth mm-hmm. stuff. Hunkering okay. down together. Hunkering down. Um, lots of seasonal uh, foods, apples, mm. spices, cinnamon, nutmeg. You know, all the cozy things. Um, There's a lot of like stews and meats during this time because in Nordic tradition, it would be a time to kill the livestock just because it was going to get really cold, Mm -hmm. you know, and couldn't really take care of the livestock. Yeah. So a lot of meaty dishes. If you're a vegetarian, that's totally fine. Just go down the um, gourds, apples, Mm -hmm. hearty pastas. Mm -hmm. I'm hungry. Um, Oh, we were talking about soup earlier. We were because I have a soup breath to pee. Yeah. Okay. Uh, evergreens, um, mistletoe, 
things like that are very popular. Um, pine trees and things just because they are evergreens. And so um, they were seen in Druid culture as things that even the snow couldn't destroy, right? So they're very powerful, very strong, um, give a lot of imagery and um, symbolism to staying strong Mm -hmm. because they're evergreen. So that's why we use them. Again, the other episode has more on those things, but just kind of giving you a little bit more. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about some celebrations slash rituals that you can do in your home. Um, social distancing. Yeah. Over <laughs> there. Yeah, so a lot of these are things that you absolutely could do with a group, with a coven, with your family. Um, but I very specifically made sure you can do them on your own as well. Oh, cool. So, um, setting up an altar obviously is with our practice is something that a lot of people do. And because Yule is one of the main Sabbaths, usually people who do practice setting up an altar, this is one of the big ones, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, let's see. The purpose of your altar for this particular season is going to be to honor the return of the sun. So there might be a lot of golds, um, silvers, yellows, oranges, even though that seems a little off because of the colors of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my altar has greens and reds and golds. Yeah. Um, do you, we always say you do you, you know, because yeah. greens represent evergreens. Um, the reds represent the sun. The golds represent the sun. So kind of, you know, you do what yeah. you want to do. You can have different symbols um, like pine cones. Um, If you do get a a real Christmas tree, maybe cut some of the pieces off, have Mm -hmm. it on your altar. Um, Whenever we cut the top of our Christmas tree, because you know how sometimes it's like too big, um, I always put that on my altar. Um, And then usually by the end of the season, I'll throw it into the fireplace. Smells so good. Mm. Multi-purpose. Yeah, use every Um, part of the tree. Use every part that you can. My husband is still a holdout for a real tree, which I don't mind. My tree is giant this year, and I love it. It smells so good. Um, So you can put that stuff on there. You could do a little um, wreath if you have one, depending on the size of your altar. Um, Again, even scented candles, which are so everywhere right now. You can order them online. Um, Evergreen, pine, cinnamon. Um, go to the, especially now. Go to the Dollar Tree. Go to your. Oh, they local, have so many candles there. Whatever your version of like Dollar Tree is, mm-hmm. yeah, you can buy. They have gold. They have oh, gold they have candles. everything you need to make yeah. a Yule altar for like. I just bought orange and yellow candles. They have everything. Yeah, that store yeah. has everything. Everything. Um, some crystals that you can put there. Um, for the season are ruby. Bloodstone, garnet, emerald. Um, again, they're in the colors, but then also bloodstone is a um, heavy yule stone. I go into altars a little bit more in the other episode, but do I? I don't remember. Yeah, I think you do. Um, yeah. yeah, but I mean, just what you would think of Christmas associations. I have a Santa on my altar. Why not? <laughs> he's like a um he's one of those what he's not like santa santa he's Mm -hmm. like one of those old 
world-looking Santas. Like a St. Nicholas type. Yeah, like a St. Nicholas type. Exactly. Thank you. Um, I have red candles. I have green candle. I have a gold. Like I have this really beautiful gold Christmas tree candle. Mm. Like it's a, it's a tree, but it's that. gold. Yeah. And I don't light it. It's so pretty. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. Because I got it like three oh. years ago at like TJ Maxx. I think last year I might have put it away, but I found a gold pumpkin shaped one. Oh, pretty. That I never lit because it was too pretty. They're too pretty. Yeah. I have a. Um, I think I got it from the Dollar Tree. I think it was a dollar, but I'm like, it's so pretty. I don't want to. Still. Um, I also have a um, Advent candle, which mm. I refuse to light as well. Is <laughs> um, so that like you just you light it for the day? It's a taper candle. And uh-huh. so it's a white, beautiful taper candle. And then it has gold embossed down the sides, mm-hmm. one through 25. Um, and then you can burn it until it hits the line for the next number. I would forget. But I refuse. I would totally forget. I would light it on the first and it would be at the 25th by like. Because I got it a couple years ago at like a, I got it in Solvang. And if anyone's ever been to Solvang, California, there's a Christmas store that they always have. Mm -hmm. Um, And I got it there. And I go to Solvang every year, Mm -hmm. um, except this year. But, and (laughs) they, um, some, they didn't have that one anymore. And sometimes they don't have them. So. Yeah, yeah. I you don't have to, to burn what you don't want to burn. Exactly. But uh, yeah, alter. Alter. You do. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Another really easy kind of like crafty thing you can do um, is make a wreath. So you can make this wreath for um, a specific area of your home, a door, your front door, your back door, even a window. Um, You can make it as a gift. And then whatever intention, obviously, you meditate on or think about as you're creating it kind of can go towards like protection Mm -hmm. um, or uh, just good feelings or anything that you want to like put into it like especially if it's like a gift or for yourself and that's a good one I never thought of using that for that purpose yeah is that what Aretha's for uh I don't know (laughs) I mean it makes sense and especially because it hangs on your door you know yeah that's cool I know that the evergreens, um, pine, fir, juniper, and cedar that are traditional to make wreaths, um, I, we don't think about it anymore, mm-hmm. but it does come from that druid practice of using the evergreen to decorate because it's honoring the longevity of the season, right. you know? Yeah, that's cool. Um, so using those things, again, using bits from your own tree, going to tree lots and seeing if they have um, pieces that they don't want to use. Um, even if you make it with stuff you get at Joann's or Michael's or the Dollar Tree, that's fine. Um, yeah. It doesn't have to be real. It can still be the plastic stuff and have the same meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, you can put things on there for um, protection, prosperity, put charms, put colors, intermingle things um, to make it your own. Yeah. Yeah. All Super of this. Cute. Just you don't. We always say, but don't feel like you have to go and buy the most expensive of everything. I literally no. buy all of my candles at the Dollar Tree. Yeah. What's the point? I'm Including not. the, like any spell candles that I want to use, I buy birthday candles, Dollar Tree. Yeah. All of my um, candles that I use for 
that kind of work is from the Dollar Tree, I think. Yeah, because you're literally burning it. Why spend yeah. like no a dollar fifty on one? Those, I know we like always talk about it, but they have those colored glass candles, the yeah. long, the tall ones, the prayer candles. Yeah, oh, prayer candles. I always forget what they're called, but yeah, they're the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have them year round in all kinds of colors. So, mm-hmm. and usually they change them out seasonally. So you could go and yeah. you know stock up by a couple ones, red ones. ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing you can do crafty or just not crafty, depending on how crafty you want to get. I need a a thesaurus here. But um, a Yule log. So a Yule log is a Nordic tradition, um, but it's something, again, that we do that people don't even know where it comes from. It's just part of Christmas, but Yule log. Right. Um, It's a way to, one, keep the darkness at bay. Um, and two, to honor the light of the sun. So traditional Yule logs are made out of like aspen, oak, and pine. Um, I, I went to Sprouts and they had packaged logs that they were calling Yule logs. Hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm not spending $10 on you, but that's fine. (laughs) And, um, but some people do decorate their yule log um with different things they put mistletoe on it evergreen on it you know use your glue gun have fun with it and um just up to you so and then some people do burn a yule log and um throw their wishes into the fire or throw Mm -hmm. intentions into the fire Mm -hmm. this would be like a fun christmas eve tradition or even christmas morning tradition um or on the day or night of the winter solstice, it would be really nice. Um, or burning your, your Yule log outside at sunrise or sunset mm-hmm. um, on the winter solstice. So like 3 p.m. Yeah, basically, <laughs> if you live in California. <laughs> um, yeah, so Yule log, very yeah. nice. And then if you do not have access to fire or burning fire, mm-hmm. there are some lovely Yule logs on Netflix, YouTube, <laughs> and you can just put it on and get cozy. I love those. We always yeah. put that on Christmas morning. Yeah. It's nice just to have the, you know, ambiance. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, another really popular winter solstice tradition in the pagan Wicca community um, is giving back to nature. So um, take some time during that week to scatter some seeds, feed the birds, um, like set up a bird feeder, um, maybe do some gardening, clean up your garden. If you have a winter garden, um, something, plant a tree, I don't know. You know, This gives me an excuse to feed the crows in my neighborhood. Yeah. Be mindful. Raccoons are cute, but they will take over your bird feeders. <laughs> They will. And they um, probably have rabies. Oh, they're so cute. I love their little hands. I think the number one and number two rabies carriers are raccoons and squirrels. Possums. Poss- I've and, never seen a raccoon around. Because people give, I get very defensive about bats because people are like, eh, bats have rabies. But if you're in the United States, the likelihood of a, of a bat having rabies is not as high as a raccoon having rabies. Right. Because we had these like rabies. I don't know the lingo and I could be totally wrong, but mm-hmm. you know, when you bug bomb your home 
Mm-hmm. And like you have to like go out for a couple hours and yeah, um, you know, this might be a poor person problem. I don't know, but we right. had to do it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, and like the smoke comes out and you have to like yeah. clean all your stuff after. So they have those for bat caves. It's like rabies smoke bombs. Um, And that's how we manage the rabies population in bats. Oh, I had, I did not know that. Um, And in America, rabies in dogs is extremely rare as long as you vaccinate your puppy dogs. Please do. Um, My dogs are fully vaccinated. Yeah. As is my child. really deal with. Yeah, so am I. I don't think uh, we. I don't know. I don't know why I'm going off on a rabies tangent. But anyways, um, how, did, how did rabies even come up? Raccoons. Oh, raccoons. Bird feeders. Yes, bird Feed. feeders. Okay, give me back to nature. The moral of the story is: do something nice for Mother Earth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't That's get too good. To I the, mean, to the raccoons. Water your grass. Right. Eat something. Yeah, plant a little tree. Again, yeah. the Dollar Tree has dollar plants. They really do. Buy. You can go pick up some candles, pick up a seed packet. Yeah, call it a day. You're done. Uh, the other thing. <laughs> Speaking of candles, um, on the winter solstice, on the day of Yule, and leading up, um, is something really easy that you can do is just lighting candles with intention and using candlelight. Mm-hmm. So say you want to spend some time just like relaxing in your home, maybe turn on that Yule log, turn on your fireplace, um, light a bunch of candles, like one candle. Mm-hmm. And when you light it, kind of light it with intention that you're giving thanks to the sun, mm-hmm. um, the season, whatever, gratitude. And then just kind of like have candlelight on. Um, again, yeah. it's just a representation of the sun. Yeah. So you can do the colors associated, red, golds, yellows. Um, or you could do your your um, Bath and Body Works cinnamon candle. It's Why fine. not? Why not? Yeah. You're like it makes you feel cozy. Yeah. So that's an easy one. Yeah. Easy one. Yeah. That's what, honestly, there are some times during like the full moon or the new moon where I just cannot you know I'm just I'm I'm not going to so I will literally just light a candle and like say something to myself Mm -hmm. and boom done done there you go lighting a candle is so easy such an easy way to get started yes um the last little thing which some of you probably already do um but it's just meditation Mm. And it's mm-hmm. it's just specifically using your meditation or focusing your meditation um, towards your gratitude for um, the sun, welcoming back the sun, thinking about inner growth, peace, and coming new year. Using those candles. Love it. Yeah. Love it. And with that, let's take a break. Let's do it. You can, you can meditate. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Sit for a Spell listeners. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? With everything going on in the world right now, James and I have been feeling the stress and have been experiencing extra anxiety. And we know a lot of you have been feeling the same way, which is why BetterHelp, that's better, H-E-L-P, may be right for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. 
That's right, Jess. And did you know you can start communicating in under 48 hours? Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is actual professional counseling done securely online. There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if and when you ever need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is huge in the COVID-19 world. It's awesome. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better H E L P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people are using better help that they're hiring new counselors in all 50 States. Yeah. Get on that. Mm -hmm. Get on this too. special offer for sit for a spell listeners. You get 10% off your first month at, betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell that's better h-e-l-p.com slash sit for a spell okay welcome back we're We're back back. we are we didn't go anywhere but we're back yeah Yes. So this last half of the episode, I have three very specific um, full rituals that I'm going to walk you through and then I have some um, recipes like I said at the top Fun. So, okay. The first one I love because I'm going into my nesting mode. Um, so it kind of like fits really well right now, <laughs> but um, this is a cleansing ritual. Fun. Uh, essentially, now this ship has already sailed for my house because <laughs> we decorated in November, but mm-hmm. um, it's a deep clean of your home. With intention, okay. okay. Basically, so never gonna happen at my house, but okay. Yeah, me. <laughs> so, about a month before Yule comes in, so I don't know around Thanksgiving time. Yeah, um, you should start thinking about a game plan for deep cleaning your home. Uh, mm-hmm. And this isn't just physical cleaning, it's metaphysical cleaning, um, as well as kind of like decluttering. It's a really good time to go through your garage, go through your closets, cancel subscriptions you don't need anymore. Like, do you need that box? Are you using it? Right. Are you using that that? streaming platform like do you ever watch hulu or like is there are there little things that you can kind of like clean out of your life you know stop reorganize stuff like that maybe your houses are already super clean maybe you want to reorganize your bookshelf or your dish cabinet or your pantry redecorate your bathroom i don't know shake it up so um, but part of this really is literally cleaning. So <laughs> you want to deep clean as much as you're comfortable and able and want to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
your home, your kitchen, your bathroom, your living room, everything. Now, this article said to do this before you decorate. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> um, I did dust, <laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's more okay. than I did. So. We keep our house relatively clean. Um, yeah, just because we have two dogs running around and. My husband just really likes to keep things clean and he'll just do it on his own. So I'm like, you do you, babe. It's fine. Um, cool. Which is great for me. Mm-hmm. So we we did dust. We did the floors. We have all wood floors. So it's really easy to just, we like sweep and then do like the Swiffer wet jet thing. So yeah, the yeah. best invention. Love that. On it. Um, and that was mostly because we moved the couches to put the tree. So, you mm-hmm. know. Um. But organize, uh, maybe if you have children, go through their toys, donate stuff. Donating is kind of big here, giving to Goodwills, giving to charities, seeing what's in your pantry that you're not going to use. Even going to the stores, they have bags um, that you can purchase or you can purchase meals of your own stuff and donate. Mm -hmm. So that's always good. Donating is big here. I know it's not kind of part of this, but still. Yeah, Um, it makes you feel good. Yeah. One of the things that it really suggests you do that I don't think I've ever done when you know, since I've lived in this house is um, clean your windows because oh. that you're going to get that new strong sun into yeah. your home. I don't think I've ever yeah. cleaned my windows. Yeah, me either. Huh. They're hard to get to. <laughs> so I'm definitely not going to do it now. Yeah. Um, now I have stuff all over the place, but <laughs> clean your windows. Um, you could choose to use a more natural based solvent or Windex, whatever you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it says throw a little bit of like dried herbs, like sage and rosemary, um, into maybe like a, you know, the cooking herb bags yeah, um, or something else that won't kind of like get them everywhere into your washing machine with like your drapes or curtains um just as another form of kind of like metaphysical cleansing i like that and it probably smells really nice yeah um i wouldn't put them in your dryer might smell burny yeah um dust your blinds basically get those areas clean for the sun to come in uh Let's see. Sweep. Sweeping is a big one. Um, sweeping mm-hmm. is a big Wicca Pagan thing anyway. Um, but using kind of like that sweeping ritual, um, going to mm-hmm. your doors, your windows, mm-hmm. doing the sweeping motion um, to cleanse physically and metaphysically the negative energies out of your home. Mm-hmm. Um, think about that. Do the sweeping with intention. Even if you're not actually fully sweeping your home and you're just sweeping the doorways and the window areas yeah it's totally fine okay um and even if you're not going to like do a full clean on your house it'd still be really beneficial at this time of year or even if you want to wait till new year's if that's your jam to kind of like do that sweep of your of your home yeah um and then once all that's done um depending on your culture and what you call it smoke cleansing your home um Mm -hmm. It's really good to do during Yule. Some examples of things you could do at this time, um, if it's culturally appropriate, your sage, or you could use common green sage, kitchen sage, um, sweet mm-hmm. grass, 
and pine, juniper, um, something like that. Yeah. So obviously you're just going to do it like any other cleansings. You're going to do it at your doorways, your windows, going through each room um, and just kind of giving intentions as you go. So this actually gives us something here. Nice. So you can say this as you're going through. Uh, Yule is here and I smudge this place fresh and clean in time and space. Sage and sweet grass burning free as the sun returns. So it shall be. Now, that's super cute. And you can always interchange your sage and your sweet grass with whatever you're using. Mm-hmm. Or if it's just one, say the one. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really like Which is rhyme. very helpful. We get a lot of questions about how to cleanse or what to say or how to mm-hmm. go about it. And it's really hard because it is so personal. It's so different for everybody. But it is yeah. nice to have this little starting off point. Yeah, so if you have a way with words, make up your own thing. Go yeah. for it. Doesn't but have to rhyme either. Doesn't have to rhyme. Yeah. Um, but that, it's so cute. It's simple. Yeah. Yule is here. I smudge this place, fresh and clean, in time and space. Insert, insert, or sage and sweet grass, burning free as the sun returns, so it shall be. Yeah. It's nice. cute. Positive energy. Cute. Yeah. Um, so that's that one. Cleansing. Clean. Easy. Easy. Okay. Yeah, maybe it'll give you some motivation to clean. Maybe. Like, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I don't blame. <laughs> um, the next one is very Wicca specific. So um, you can probably interchange this to work for, like, I'm not a Wicca person. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about this, but... I just wanted to include it because Yule is a very heavily Wicca holiday. Mm -hmm. Sabbath. So um, this is a thanking the goddess ritual. And you perform this ritual on the evening of the winter solstice. You can wear a ritual robe or ceremonial gown if you have one. Um, If you don't, just wear something maybe in the colors or that makes you feel comfortable or confident. Mm -hmm. Um. Consider having maybe a really cute crown of holly um, or some kind of like Yule-themed attire. Something to Mm. put you in the spirit, you know? Um, Sparkly is good. So says this article. (laughs) Love it. Um, You're going to have your altar set up or your Yule log set up. You might want to have a fire, um, have candles burning, what have you, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, you might want to have some holiday incense or a holiday candle burning. So, for example, some frankincense, cinnamon, myrrh, nutmeg, or literally just a Christmas candle that has the sense of the season, right? Mm-hmm. Um, don't uh, you want to have two that you're going to light for um, the purpose of the ritual? And those two, um, according to this, should theoretically be in the color scheme. So, red, green golds or white remember white is always a good go-to if you don't have anything else mm-hmm. um, if you do cast a circle go ahead and do that at the start once you are all set up um, if you don't it's totally fine so to begin the ritual you're going to stand close to your altar um, you're going to take a few moments to remember what things have been like for you um you might think back on your ancestors at this type of time of the year and what past celebrations or what they might have been doing, kind of just like honoring those people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
think about being grateful for the harvest and having things um, during this time, especially during the cold and what that might have been like for them, just kind of like thinking back on what it would have been like for people before right. modern time. Yeah. Um, it was a season of darkness and uh, some a time where people believed that the earth was like dormant and sleeping until spring. So just keeping these kind of like themes in mind, right? Yeah. So once you have like all of that in mind, right, you're thinking about yourself, your family, your ancestors, um, you're going to light the first of the two candles and you're mm -hmm. going to say, tonight is the night of the solstice, the longest night of the year. As the will turns once more, I know that tomorrow the sun will bring or will begin its journey back to us. With it, new life will begin, a blessing from earth to her children. Then you will light the second candle and mm -hmm. say, it is the season of the winter goddess. Tonight, I celebrate the festival of the winter solstice, the rebirth of the sun, and the return of light to the earth. As the wheel of the year turns once more, I honor the eternal cycle of birth, life, death, and rebirth. Then you can light any other candles you want to on your altar. If you have, like, I always like to light three, so you could just light another one. Mm -hmm. Then um, you can either face the fire of your candles the fire of your fireplace, bonfire, or face your tree if you have one. Mm. Um, so you choose your location, mm -hmm. and then you're going to say, Today I honor the goddess of the forest, the mother of nature, who rules the season. I give my thanks to the beautiful goddess whose blessings bring new life to the earth. Uh, this gift I offer you tonight, sending my prayers to you upon the air. Hmm. Um, then you'll light some uh, kind of incense or scented candle. Um, if you want to make an offering of food, uh, you can put that on your altar at this time. Um, kind of like watch the smoke, meditate a little bit, mm -hmm. reflect on this season. Um, and then when you feel ready, you can be done. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's simple. Oh, it'll take, what, two minutes? And again, they have scented candles at the Dollar Tree. Like we're not sponsored by the Dollar Tree, you guys. <laughs> I just want you guys to know like you don't have to spend I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but like five dollars on a candle, a nice candle, ten dollars, fifteen dollars on a candle. That's that's a lot. It adds up, especially mm -hmm. now. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we're just trying to tell you guys you don't have to buy the most expensive everything to make it work. They have exactly. apple scented candles. They have pumpkin spice scented candles. They have like yeah. fall candles. If you have a real Christmas tree and you don't have any scented candles, pull some of the pine things off, put them in a fire safe bowl and catch them on fire. Yeah. Natural Perfect. incense. Yeah. They, they have do. incense too. That's a dollar tree. They do. Um, so again, this one's really easy to change out the words. Um, say you don't do... Anything for the goddess, you can shoot, you could interchange her with the elements. You can say mm -hmm. your element, you can say all the elements, you can just say keep the universe. universe. You can, yeah. Yeah, you can put in whatever you want. So don't be um, scared to interchange words to fit your needs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you are in the Wicca practice, sometimes that is a little bit more of a <sighs> shaky subject. Mm -hmm. um, but if you like me, I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> you can't see the little oh. dance I just did, but <laughs> I agree. Yeah. This is my I agree with you dance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Um, here's another one that can go kind of both ways, whether you're just a pagan practice or if you're a, a Wicca practitioner. Um, this is the ritual to welcome back the sun. Oh, okay. So the winter solstice um, happens on December 21st. It always does. And that's in the Northern hemisphere where we are. Hello. Hi. And, uh, or, on the flip side, um, it's June 21st below the equator. Hello down there. Facts. How are you? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's see. So because this is a festival of fire and lights, um, feel free to use lots of candles, fire, solar symbols, bright colors, sun symbols, bonfires, whatever. Mm-hmm. Be safe. Um, so like any Sabbath, this festival is going to work well with pairing it with food um foods of the season i've talked about them um baking plum puddings uh, stews uh, heavy meat dishes or if you're vegetarian or vegan go ahead and um interchange your comfort foods mashed potatoes yeah so you want to start um this celebration the welcome back of the sun with that meal um, okay. So whether it's a breakfast, lunch, or dinner, it doesn't matter. Just have a meal with intention that this is what you're doing. You're eating these foods. You're honoring the season. Um, once you're done, um, you're going to uh, set out candles, however many you want. The more, the merrier in this situation. Um, they don't have to match. <laughs> Just, you know, whatever you candles. got. Yeah, whatever you got. In the center of all those candles, or however many you're doing, you want to have one specific candle that is going to represent the sun. Look at this cat. Okay. <laughs> it's like cleaning herself in the middle of the room. <laughs> Sorry. She's in the sun. Yeah. Her leg was like <laughs> up in the air. Okay. Uh, sorry, she distracted me for a second. It's okay. So one candle that represents the sun. Um, this one maybe do have it in a color of the season or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't light any candles yet. Turn off all your other lights and face mm-hmm. your altar. Um, if in your practice you cast a circle, cast a circle. Mm-hmm. Meditate, intention, whatever. You're going to face all your candles. And you're going to say... The will of the year has turned once more and the nights have grown longer and colder. Tonight, the darkness begins to retreat and light begins to return once again. As the wheel continues to spin, the sun returns to us once more. Light the sun candle and say, even in the darkest hours, even in the longest night, the spark of life lingered on, laying dormant, waiting, ready to return. When the time was right, the darkness will leave us now as the sun begins its journey home. Mm-hmm. Then, beginning with the candles closest to whatever your sun candle representation is, you're going to work outward and light the other candles. Mm-hmm. And as you light each one, or as you are lighting them, say, as the wheel turns, light returns. The light of the sun has returned to us. Bring the life and warmth with it. The shadows will vanish and life will continue. We are blessed by the light of the sun. Then you're going to take a moment. Okay. Um, think about what the return of the sun means to you, uh, maybe seasonally, mm-hmm. maybe what's coming up in the new year. Uh, the return of the light meant many things for different cultures. So think about you and your loved ones specifically. And then um, 
before you're done, um, you can whisper or yell or have your whole family say, welcome back, son. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to do this one. Yeah, um, I can do this one with my son. I like this part at the end. It says, if you're not too full from dinner, have some eggnog and cookies at the end. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't enjoy eggnog, but I'll eat some cookies for sure. I really like that one. That one's so, mm -hmm. it's super easy. And if you want the wording to any of these, you can always DM us and I can like copy and paste it into the DM. Yeah. Because I know sometimes you might listen and like try to write things down, but if you... Just yeah, feel free to DM us anytime. Yeah. If we, if we, well, if I ever get my shit together and get our website up, that's where we would put stuff like this, I think. Oh, but yeah. I need to <laughs> do that. <laughs> One thing at a time here. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about some things we can eat. <laughs> Yummy. My favorite thing about holidays always. So, um, I didn't include a Yule log cake <laughs> because that's like, duh, you yeah. know, it's just a physical representation of the Yule log made out of cake and it's delicious and you can buy them anywhere. And you don't need an um, excuse for cake. No. So those are always go-to, you know? Um, and like I said before, heavy stews, heavy meat dishes, um, comfort foods, mm -hmm. things like that. Uh, mm -hmm. Things that are going to make you happy and cozy and comfortable and full. Yeah. Full. So um, one of the most popular things, not necessarily in the United States, but everywhere else, is a pudding. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, a plum pudding or you could do a chocolate pudding or whatever kind of pudding you like to do. Uh, and basically, we say pudding in America, you might think like a chocolate pudding cup, but it is actually a uh, extremely moist kind of gooey cake, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's freaking delicious. Mm -hmm. So it's a staple in holiday feasts, um, but it's a staple kind of for a reason. So uh, puddings symbolize good luck and success in the coming year. Perfect reason to indulge during the holidays. Um, and again, you can do whatever variation you want. In the 17th century, the worm plum was kind of like a catch-all for dried fruits. So mm -hmm. a lot of the times a plum pudding might be a raisin pudding, okay. a prune pudding, or an actual plum pudding. So it might not be a plum one. Like but you can really do whatever you wanted. Yeah. Um, now, what's fun about creating a pudding is that they would and now still do kind of put little tokens mixed into the batter to bring good luck to whoever found them kind of like a king cake you find the baby right um, this is assumed of course that you are careful with what you put in there and let people know <laughs> that there are things in there yeah, hopefully <laughs> um, sometimes this would be like coins or like a thimble things that people would like actually want you know mostly coins you but said be careful thimble, but i thought thumbtack don't put that like, don't, don't do that <laughs> don't put that um uh be careful with modern coins just because germs and um mm. double check what they're made out of because you might not want to put a penny in your pudding yeah, do you have to cook it with it yeah, in there cook it with it in there okay yeah I'm so sure maybe, you could just slide it in when it's done, but 
might be obvious where it is. Yeah. So I don't have the recipe and directions for a pudding because it's actually quite complex and complicated and didn't want to do that. So I do have. They do on British Bake Off. They do. So you can always watch British Bake Off and figure out how to do it. But um, so when you are cooking your pudding, you want to direct energy into it, just like you do with any of your holiday foods. Mm-hmm. You want to focus on health, prosperity, and good fortune. Um. Again, be careful what you bake into the batter if you are going to. You can always wrap stuff in like foil first. Mm. Like bake, bake it in there. That's a good idea. Um, so it's easier for them to find. Um, so here's some just examples. For prosperity, a silver coin. For marriage or a long-term relationship, some kind of ring or symbol of a ring. For creativity, a thimble represents like, you know, sewing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, for luck, a silver wishbone, maybe like a charm. And uh, just, again, remember to watch the kinds of silver you're putting in there. And um, yeah. Whatnot. So that's super cute. I, I like that it. wrapping it in foil thing. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. So this next one is actually a drink. And I've heard it as wassail or wassail. Mm. It's W-A-S-S-A-I-L. Um but it is a beverage and um, sounds delicious and sounds like you could absolutely put champagne or vodka in there and oh. call it a happy day. Um, fireball, if that's your jam. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. Uh, so this is um, originally wassail or wassail was a word that meant to greet or salute someone. Uh, so kind of like a greeting, you would go out wassailing on cold evenings and when they approached a door would be offered a mug of warm cider or ale. Okay. This kind of goes along with kind of Christmas caroling and stuff. You go house to house mm-hmm. and you would get this. We've talked about it before. I don't remember in what episode, mm-hmm. but I know I've talked about this before. Yeah. And um, over the years, the tradition involved to including um, – uh, using eggnog or developing punches or, or different things, right? So, but this is kind of like one of the traditional recipes. Um, apparently, you can put egg in here, but that sounds absolutely disgusting. Mm-hmm. Don't do it, in my personal opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Not a fan. Um, the egg was rep- to represent fertility into the coming new year. but okay, So then I really don't want it in my drink. <laughs> I've got that covered. Thanks. Yeah. Um, So here's what you need. A gallon of apple cider, two cups of cranberry juice, half a cup of honey, half a cup of sugar, two oranges, whole cloves, an apple peeled and diced, allspice, ginger, nutmeg. I'm assuming you could grate fresh or just use powders. Mm -hmm. Um, Three cinnamon sticks or three teaspoons of ground cinnamon and a half a cup to one cup of brandy. Optional. I'd also say slash vodka slash champagne. I don't enjoy brandy, so I'm gonna I'll stick with champagne. But that sounds delicious. Yeah. So you just basically um, now here's the fun part. It's hot drink. You heat it up in a crock pot. So you can heat it up in a crock pot. You can heat it up in a pan, a pot, I guess you should say, um, <laughs> and you just let it all simmer together. That sounds like fall in a cup. Yeah, so you start with your apple cider, cranberry juice, and then um, honey and sugar so that that dissolves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're supposed to put the cloves into the oranges. You know, you stick them in there. Yeah. 
um, and put those in there so they'll float. Put the diced apples on top so they'll float. And then you mix the allspice, ginger, and nutmeg into there to taste. Um, you can put the cinnamon sticks if you have them to float or, again, just put in the powder and mix to taste. Mm-hmm. And you allow all of that to simmer on low for up to four hours. Mm-hmm. Um and then about a half an hour before serving, add the alcohol. If you're doing the champagne, add it as you serve. Um, yeah. So, you know, bubbles. Bubbly. So, and you don't want to cook the alcohol too long because then the alcohol we'll properties go. will go away. <laughs> What's the point? What's the mm. point? Yeah. I, I miss wine so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you have wine after you have the baby. You're going to get so drunk so fast. I'm looking forward to it. So excited. (laughs) We're like, here, you watch the baby. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you have all the bottles ready. I'll come over. This will be like, let's say like April. Things will be settled down by then. Maybe I'll be vaccinated by then. We'll do it for our birthday. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that is April. So then I'll be like, just wine. You watch the baby. Leave us alone for two hours. Yes, exactly. Or six. It'll be wonderful. Yeah. wonderful can't wait so that sounds delicious that sounds really good and um, again while you're making it you can always do your intentions and stuff and pour your emotions to it for the holiday yeah <sighs> okay one more sun king soup mm. Mm. okay so this is to i guess just honor the sun king the oak king um the bringer of light what have you but it's just a seasonal soup. soup. Um, and I believe it is vegetarian, but not vegan friendly. Okay. So, uh, but obviously you can, you know, tweak it to, to fix that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can use a crock pot. You can use a regular pot and you can obviously change batch sizes to fit your needs. Um so here we go. This is this one is not long. I just did the ingredients because it's soup. <laughs> so um, you need butter, onion. Um, you could do extra onion or onion and shallot. So one small onion and one shallot or one larger onion and no shallot. Just depends. Mm-hmm. Uh, garlic cloves, four, pressed and chopped. Three quarts of tomatoes, uh, peeled, seeded, and pureed. Um, so you can get kind of maybe like a, a tomato paste, a tomato sauce, or if you like it chunky, use the whole steamed tomatoes. Yeah. Um, a box of vegetable broth, a cup of orange juice with no pulp, uh, some fresh rosemary and salt and pepper. And hmm. so you basically just kind of like saute your onions and your garlic, add your tomatoes, let that kind of cook for like a second mingle, and then add your broth, your orange juice, and your um, rosemary, season it to taste, and you then you just eat it. It sounds so good. And I'm sure you could add meat if you wanted to. Oh, yeah, of course. Chicken would be really good in this. Yeah. Um, you can put other vegetables. Be mm. good. I love a good hearty soup. Yeah. And if you wanted it to be more um, of like a smooth soup that you can dip like a grilled cheese in, mm-hmm. uh, use an immersion blender or very carefully use your own blender. 
Um, but that just bought an immersion blender. It's I love immersion blenders. So me and my family, we make tamales every year and we did that this weekend. And usually with the chilies after you, you know, you, 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 you prepare them, uh-huh. you have to blend them down so that you can like put them through a sieve and just get the, yeah, the whatever the sauce. So usually we have to do like little batches in the food processor, like the blender and it takes forever. And yeah. then we got smart and my mom bought an immersion blender and it was like, boop, boop, boop. it was like done. Nice. Love an immersion what blender. We've been doing this whole time. What have you even been doing? <sighs> but yeah, so that is just some Yule celebrations, rituals, and foods that you can incorporate into your holiday season and winter solstice if you feel so inclined. Perfect. Yeah. And you got time to get some of it going again. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, this will go out. Let's see, seven, eight, nine. This will go out on the tenth. So yeah, got plenty of time days to get it together. Yeah, a lot of it's and like Jess said at the top, stuff that can be done alone, stuff can be done mm-hmm. with you and a partner, you know, whoever's your in family. your pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah very exactly. cool. That yeah. was really cool. Thanks, Jess. Of course. Anytime. And remember, DM us if you have specific questions or would like the wording or recipes. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, our website will go up. Eventually. It's 2020. I'm not giving myself a hard time about anything. Nope. Don't do it. Um, Was there anything Uh, else you wanted to tell the people about? I do have one... um, I guess, well, or two, I don't know, like food traditions for the holiday. Oh, yeah. Um, so we make um, a fake egg souffle for mm-hmm. breakfast every mm-hmm. single morning for Christmas. Um, and it is so easy. And it's, I don't know. It's definitely white people food. (laughs) It's so easy. It's just you rip up a thing, a whole loaf of white bread, right? Like cheap white bread. You rip it up into tiny pieces. You put it in a pan. Into that pan, you pour over um, an egg seasoning and milk mixture. Okay. And then on top of that, um, you chop bacon, sausage, or just one or the other, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Dump in a can of green chilies, like hatch green chilies, mix that all together, put that over the top, put like a thick layer of cheese on top of that, let Mm. it soak overnight in the fridge, and then stick that sucker in the oven. Mm. The texture can throw people off sometimes um, because the the egg and the bread mixture, you know, but to me it is literally, I shouldn't have talked about it because I want it so bad now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> baby wants oh, so dinner. good yeah that's your breakfast but, yeah we eat that for breakfast and usually we'll eat it for lunch as well and then we'll have a full spread full spread dinner um very similar to thanksgiving but it's um usually i don't it's usually a, like a ham or some kind of cut of meat instead mm. of a turkey yeah Sounds great. We usually mom, do, uh, oh, oh, I'm just tell your mom to send you some. She'll send you some. 
I know. <laughs> She'll Nail do it. it. Yeah, overnight it. Um, we do. We eat our tamales that we made. Um, so usually we'll make them like the f- the weekend after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and then we eat them all month long with like basically finishing them on Christmas. Yeah. And my mom makes pasole, and um, then with the rest of us, it's usually just like desserts. Like we, it's very yeah. um, like mishmashy. We don't do a meal. We kind of just like we have the pasole, we have the tamales, we have my sister brings crab dip. <laughs> we have <laughs> like just chips and dip and desserts and we just kind of snack mimosas are like a huge thing we drink oh, all yeah. day mm-hmm. um i don't even think i drink water on christmas day um <laughs> so yeah, yeah no just do that mishmashy yeah. type of potluck thing no ours is the same thing every year same sides same breakfast same dinner same cookies same yeah, we'll eat those. We'll eat the pozole and the tamales f- for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's like we just keep going back for more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh my and gosh, I'm so hungry now. I'm going to go get tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Other than that, we, we usually would do like Christmas Eve with my family. We have like big, big family, but we, of course, we're not doing that this year. And then yeah. Christmas morning is reserved for. My immediate family, my brother and my sister come over with their kids and yeah. then we'll do, um, my son will go with his dad Christmas Eve, I mean Christmas evening yeah, to his family's house, which I don't think is happening this year either. But mm-hmm. Well, we would usually go to my husband's family's, um, we used to do Christmas Eve, but it really just depends Um we have a uh, an uncle who's um, on the police force, so it just depends on when, because we usually do it at his house, so mm-hmm. it depends on if he's working or not. But it's usually that week, and we, we do very traditional tamales and pozole there. Mm. And then I don't think that's happening this year, though. And then, um, and then we go to my mom's. We travel to Arizona, which fun. Who knows? I know, but um, I know we were even talking about my mom was saying, uh, because like like we've been saying to being safe and stuff, and my sister and my brother have been part of our pod for Mm -hmm. ever, like since probably since June, Mm -hmm. they started coming around, and we've just been getting tested and staying home and just only visiting each other. Um, so. But my mom was like, we'll have to see what's going on. If yeah. they are going to be able to come over. Exactly. So, but we also have a, we do, eh, well, no, never mind. But yeah, it's all up in the air this year. And we'll just. And it's only for a year. Yeah. It's just this year. And even if you do decide to travel, just get tested and make sure you quarantine first and make sure your family Quarantine's quarantines first and keep it small. Keep it as small as yeah. you can. If you can quarantine for 10 days, you know, don't go anywhere and then see your family. That's the best way to do it. Get tested. Mm-hmm. Be safe. We've learned to live with this a little bit and how to be safer with it. So mm-hmm. use your resources. If you're in the United States, testing is free. I don't know how. Yeah, there's a lot of free testing places. Yeah. I don't know how easy it is to get now, but I mean, 
if you're getting tested two weeks before and then quarantining for those two weeks, if you don't have to work or if you work from home, you know, not everybody's that lucky, but if you're in California and you need a website, James and I use um, a company that's free. So um, DM us. DM us. Yeah. I I don't know if it works anywhere else. I know it works in California, but yeah. um, Yeah. We can help you with that, but just be so safe whatever you're doing. Yep. Just be safe if you're home We're or with gonna... others. Yeah. You know what to do. You guys are all intelligent people. Yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and we've been doing this for, what, like a year already? So. Yeah. So you got but it. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Let us know if you um, do any of these things that Jess has mm-hmm. kindly laid out for you. Send us pictures. Yeah, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also been getting a few people sending us their Spotify wrap up with us in the top oh, yeah. five. Makes it's us, so nice. Makes our hearts grow three sizes. I love it. <laughs> it's so nice. It like never thought that would happen. Like people who we don't know. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is happening? Nice. Even you know. Um, I mean, I think even my family stopped listening. So. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, send that to us if that happens because we love, love, love to see it. We appreciate every single one of you. We really do. do. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sit for a Spell. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at Sit for a Spell Pod. If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time... Blessed be.